We had to, man. We had to. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. I'm Scott. Thank you for joining the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 48, and we are going to be reviewing the season finale of Fear the Walking Dead, episode 14 and episode 15 of season two, entitled Wrath and North. So we're going to call this our episodes 48 and 49? No. No, that's cheating. No. Okay. This is simply episode 48. All right. All right. They got to do it. You just want to have number 50 as our premiere for The Walking Dead. Well, you know, Word. was there anything that came out, like, in the news as to why they did it that way? Not that I've seen. You know seen. why they did it. They just wanted some separation time between the end of this series and the beginning of the next one. Yeah. I know, but did anybody ask the question, and did they ever, like, give an explanation as to why they did that? No? No. no. I mean, because they Negatory. were definitely two separate episodes. Yeah, right. They were I mean, meant to be. Who knows? Anywho, so we've had an exciting week. It's been crazy. <laughs> yeah, sorry it's been a while since we've been on. Yeah, we're recording several nights later than we should have been recording, but Stuart and I were in Florida trying to get away from that hurricane. Our house went under contract while we were there, so that was pretty cool. And uh, we went to Disney World with the kids and surprised them, and we went to Halloween Horror Nights. And then all of a sudden, hey... Our friend Matthew shows up. Hopefully everybody in the Florida area, on the, especially on the East Coast, is doing okay. And yeah. I think most of the people in Orlando are doing fine. I know we have some fans there. Yeah, and, it's, and going on up into Georgia and South Carolina could be yeah. pretty messy. Yep. Um, so we're hoping everybody's going to be okay there. Yeah, have um, you seen the pictures of the storm surge for, I think it was uh-huh. Georgia they showed earlier? Yeah. Wow, it looks really bad. So yep. good luck to everybody. On a happier note. We were at Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. And we did... Now, where is Halloween Horror Nights? Universal Studios. Ah, okay. And we did... We only got to do two of the nine um, haunted houses because the lines were incredibly long. They we were, got there early enough, too. Yeah. When we got there, the Walking Dead haunted house, it said it was only 15 minutes. It ended up being 45 minutes standing in line. But most of them were an hour, and then the... Um, what was the one, Stuart? The um, American Horror Story was oh, two Story. hours long. Yeah. Well, wow. that one, yeah, it was like right at the entrance too. So people like just mm. jumped at that one right away, and uh, it looked—I don't know—everybody was saying it was very, it was good. Was it based on any of the particular seasons, yeah. or was it kind of encompassing all of? It the It was seasons? based on Murder House, 
um, Coven and Hotel. No, wait, sorry. Murder House, the Carnival, and Hotel. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's what it good. was. I was hoping the Carnival yeah. would be there. Which, yeah, I wanted Kim to go to it so bad because it had the clowns in it. I know. Yeah. Which and she, wanted, she was going to do out. it. She was going to do it, but it would it would have been like, that would have been our night right there, just trying to get into that thing. And the other thing is, like, most of the haunted houses, they lasted, like, like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, yeah, something like that. Yeah, or less. It was quick. But it was worth it. It was good. The, the Walking Dead, I'm glad we did that one first. It was, like, at the back of the park, so we, like, ran to it. And um, it did take us a while to get in, but it was awesome. It yeah. was really good. What was so cool about it? Well, the Walking Dead one, they had a scene from each season of the, epi- of the series. Mm-hmm. So... There was this one part where you it looks like you're walking through a forest, but it's all walkers walking at you. Yes. And we couldn't tell if they were real people or if they were just statues. Well, because it was all strobe lights. It was all strobe lights. Freaked ah. the shit out so of me. So you couldn't, you're like moving at it, but it's like the stuff's not not really moving. <laughs> right, but right. Yeah, it's like, yeah, the lights are messing with your eyes. There was, um, Kim was completely freaked out. She kept grabbing the guy in front of us. <laughs> Total stranger. <laughs> <laughs> and she had to apologize to him afterwards. I got she... out of there and he went, well, that wasn't a great experience. <laughs> Damn Walker kept grabbing me the whole time. Yeah. Kim's like, Arr. actually, I think his response was, wow, you had a really great scream then. Because Kim's like, there's like stuff. Even when Kim knew there was something coming up, like there would be someone like we had just seen pop out, like not five mm-hmm. steps in front of us. <laughs> the person popped out. Kim's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it said, wow, she's got a pretty good grip on it. It was awesome. It was, it was good. It was very good. I mean, they, they had like, you know, just simple things like you're walking through like black drapes, you mm-hmm. know, for like, I don't know, 15 feet. But they're yeah. right on you, and you're just feeling like someone's just going to touch you yes. at any second, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then yeah, and there were just little hidey holes everywhere where people were popping out and stuff. So there was a, was a section where freaky. it looks like you're walking through the sewer pipe that um, Maggie walked through with Aaron, yeah. and you it smelled like sewer. It was awesome. They were pumping the oh. smell in. Mm-hmm. It was cool. And so then the next one we did was The Exorcist. That one was visually very cool um, because... The, well, they had actresses playing Linda Blair, and they also had dummies, like, you know, dolls. <laughs> Not dummies. Yeah. But, um, and so it looked really cool, but I mean, like, it wasn't as scary, I don't think, as The Walking Dead. But yeah. the thing is, I had to pee really bad going through that one. Really, really bad. And at one point, one of the girls jumped out at me and, like, spit on me, like, the pea green soup stuff. And I thought I was going to pee my pants. I flew backwards into Stuart, and I thought it was all over, but I held it in. No. It was bad. <laughs> the best part was we hadn't even gotten in the door, and I grabbed Kim by the neck, and she screamed. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy in front was like, oh, my God, what the hell? They're coming at us already. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. And then, yeah, besides uh, the haunted houses, they had the different <laughs> scare zones. There were five different scare zones. Mm-hmm. And one of them, there were, it was like 1950s theme, and it was like the kids were on a school bus, and it wrecked, and they all became vampires. It was so freaky, because they would just get up in your face and go, ah, and like flare their teeth at you. It was awesome. Yeah. I loved wow. it. That was Sounds really good. Fun. So, Sounds if fun. you ever get a chance to go down to Halloween Horror Nights, I highly recommend it. 
Definitely would not bring yep. my kids. I saw a lot of kids there. I think it's a little bit too creepy for them, <laughs> but it was definitely worth it. So do it. Do you think it's uh, the the uh, Walking Dead one w- was comparable to the thing they had at the uh, Walker Stalker convention? Or it's the Walking Dead experience or something? I don't know, because I haven't done the Walking Dead experience, so ah. I'm not sure. I would imagine it's probably about the same. There's definitely, I mean, it's people dressed up as zombies and they're freaking the shit out of you, so. Yeah, okay. I, the only, the big difference here is, though, I mean, they really black out everything, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know if they're able to black it out as much with the Walking Dead experience because, they're like, they do that in the convention halls and stuff. Right. But, um, I mean, this is, like, you don't even know where you're walking most of the so time. So the production value is probably a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially it's, since it's not a traveling exhibit, I would imagine. Right. Right, right, yeah. Well, you can still you can smell the fresh plywood. That's mm-hmm. true. So it's like you can see there uh, most of that stuff you can they're adding stuff onto you can smell it, but it's yeah. it's um yeah they were great it was really well done. I love haunted houses. I was even involved in a couple uh, building of haunted houses in the past. A lot of fun. Then you should do Netherworld when you come up here. Okay. Okay. You mean down there? Down there. Down here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I'm higher. I'm a uh, higher up in the world than you are okay. <laughs> don't kid yourself <laughs> that's a good point so well, what are you drinking scott ah what am i drinking i'm drinking a um i didn't go for a local one mm-hmm. um but i got a new one it's okay. from uh, rogue rogue brewery out of uh oregon mm-hmm. and it's it's their new four hop ipa four rogue farms hop varieties um and it's delicious Cool. It's quite refreshing. Is it crisp? <laughs> it's delicious. Crisp and awesome? Like crisp most Oregon awesome. beers? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. It says dare, risk, and dream. Nice. <laughs> I guess you drink enough of them, you'll be dreaming. But And incidentally, yeah. our dog is named after that beer. Yep, Rogue. exactly. And the river. I thought, it was about his, I thought it was because of his demeanor. Well, but that too. He's uh, a bit of a rogue. Yeah, mm-hmm. Whatever, whichever. All right, we've gone full circle. Kimmy, what you, what you downing? <laughs> the Jekyll Brewing American. Not American. 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 Yeah. American now, where, where's Jekyll Brewery? This is out of Alpharetta, Georgia. Uh-huh. Just mm-hmm. outside of Atlanta. Ah, northern okay. suburbs. Is it for Super Jekyll deep. Island? or? Yeah. 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 Jekyll Island, Georgia, which is now getting hammered by the hurricanes. Yes. Drink, drink to Jekyll. Yep. Totally. It's pretty good. I'm not um, as excited about it as I would be like a typical IPA, mm-hmm. but it's good. Mm-hmm. I could drink yeah. it. Well, I mean, it's yeah, it's an amber ale and it's... Um, yeah, it's going to be a little bit more malty than a mm-hmm. IPA. Yeah, it's more exciting that it's called American. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which exactly. I purchased this one mm-hmm. primarily because of our, our cross of the border again mm-hmm. with our last episode. That's right. So. Getting back to America. Yeah, come back mm-hmm. America. Get to American. Well, very good, very good. Well, I tell you what, we had a double episode finale. Mm. Stuart, finale. what was your <laughs> finale? Stuart, what was your impression of the of the show overall? Overall impression, uh, first episode I thought was awesome, especially with the development of Travis, uh, even though his. Um, murder at the end there was probably one of the more gruesome 
scenes I've seen on here. They followed it up with a pretty gruesome one in uh, episode 15 with the guy getting his head cut open, too. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Which I kept was... saying to Kim, I was like, why are they showing that? Why are they showing that in <laughs> Or the dude detail? who had his nose bit off. Oh, yeah, that was bad. Oh, too. yeah, the guy that has his nose that bit off. Yeah. That was hey, pretty cool. Or yeah, Nick's yeah, when he they... put his thumbs in that guy's head. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, yes. But, yeah, Travis's beating of those two guys was just... Um, it was actually reminiscent of um, the last or the beginning scene in uh, American History X mm-hmm. when he mm-hmm. kills that guy on the curb. Oh God! And it's okay, just like, yeah, yeah. oh, don't that bring that up. That is still the worst oh, killing. Ever. That's one of the most cringe-worthy Scene. uh, scenes. Yeah, I know. But it was, it was, it, it was like, don't go there, you know, like don't, uh-huh. don't kill the guy. Right. But. Um, yeah, it was it was really. I thought both of them were pretty well. No, I wasn't. Say, I wasn't saying don't kill the guy. I was saying do him, do him. <laughs> uh, no, well, I didn't want Travis to go full there, but you know, it was kind of his his turn into Rick. You know, at that moment, um, it was it was the the evil side of, or not the evil side. It was just hmm. he was doing what needed to be done, I guess, at that point, and uh, it definitely needed to be done to that guy. But yeah, it was it was pretty pretty gruesome, pretty gruesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think 14 was a little bit better than 15. And then I'll pass it to Kim. Um, Totally agree. 14 was definitely better than 15. 15 actually kind of dragged a little bit for me. But 14 was full of shock value, um, which I have said before, but I think that the series has been lacking severely. And the past few episodes have really stepped it up a notch, so I'm really excited about that. Oddly enough, again, I was really excited to see Ophelia and to see what she was doing Mm. and to Mm -hmm. see her get away from the walkers. You know what actually was the most exciting part to me was the fact that she walked away from the walkers. (laughs) Yeah. She did not run. Mm -hmm. She did not try to attack them. She wasn't nervous about it. Yes. She simply walked away. Thank you. Finally, someone understands that these guys don't go very fast. Right. So that was cool. Um, but she Madison, should have been showing a little bit more fear. No, I think she's I thought under it, the hood, and there's freaking walkers like surrounding her all of a sudden. Yeah, but I mean, like, once she see those five zombies crawling up on you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. but I think, but what Kim's saying is, I mean, yeah, she was a little freaked out when that happened, but. Once she took care of business and she saw the landscape around her, she realized that they weren't just getting ready to jump her. So she yeah. just kind of took her time and, and, you know, knew that she didn't have anything to worry about with that bunch. Why, why waste your energy? I mean, she's got, it's the desert, for God's sake. She's low on water. Why waste your energy doing something that you don't need to do? Walk away. Yeah. It was perfect. Madison, uh, her character just irked me to no end in these both of these episodes and i think at this point i just do not like her i don't like her she has no emotion even when she's trying to to get travis to stop beating the hell out of the guys she's just like travis travis stop and i'm like oh my god (laughs) yeah jesus christ (laughs) um anyways so i wash your hands travis i really you'll get it on your shirt yeah, um, and I liked I liked Nick's whole thing. I the Alejandro stuff. It was really good. I liked it. I'm excited for next year. Very very good. First time I the I watched it twice. The first time I watched it, 
I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like most episodes. Second time I watched it, I felt like, um, like Frank Costanza would say, I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> I just got to go there, don't you? I, I I couldn't help it. Uh, I I thought the the Travis stuff was fantastic. I mean, I thought the fact that um, I think it made it even more dramatic because he really has stuck it out as being the good man in a bad world, and that made it even more tragic that he changed. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was I thought that was a very well done. I I thought uh, uh, Alicia was great mm-hmm. in the show. Um, I thought she did really well. I was not. I I'm still I'm more uh, frustrated with Luciana than most of them. I think um, mm-hmm. her her continued belief that faith will save them and so forth. You know, was just yeah. getting uh, that know. was getting annoying. Snap out of it. Yeah, I mean, come on. She seems like she's incredibly reasonable and mm-hmm. sharp and so forth, and then she starts going on that stuff. You know, and even after Alejandro admitted that he was he was a shyster. Um, she's still, you know, well, I need to be here for the faith of the people, you know, and I'm like, whatever, you know, let's move mm-hmm. on. So, um, I was happy to see them get out of the, the town. Well, but she but, did, she said, you need to lie, lie to them one more time. Right. Because she, oh, she understood, she took them to she understood the, the yeah. power of what the faith was doing more than it, it being right. something she needed, you know? Right. Was, but even then she wasn't willing to leave. People. No, even then she right, wasn't yeah. willing to leave. Right, yeah, and she understood and, it was a lie, and she did not. She wasn't right. going to turn. She was still had her faith that things yeah. would work out. You know, when you got all these gun toting dudes coming up. What I didn't like, and and it, it, it's it's funny because I do like the fact that this show tends to wrap up, um, you know, problems and so forth relatively quickly compared to The Walking Dead. You know, so, something may happen in The Walking Dead, and you're still watching that same thing happen two weeks later. Um, cause they're still going over that story, but I, I really thought it was way too easy that they wrapped up the, the story of Marco and his men and the story of Chris. Yeah, I did too, I, especially Chris. I just thought that, you know, come on, you've been building up the Marco thing for, for a while. And then they pulled a dumb thing, like walking into the, into the village there and, and, Anyway, I'll talk about it later because I, I just get frustrated when I think about it. Um, <laughs> and the thing with Chris, I was like, come on, you spent all these episodes building up Chris, building up his psycho aspect of himself. And then yeah. off camera, you know, not even around anybody, he gets killed by these guys. Right. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you they know. just didn't know what to do with him. You but know, I, like I, what I want, they built. You know what it makes me think? In all seriousness, you know, you mentioned, I think, in, in our last podcast about the fact that that kid's got a new job mm-hmm. um, mm. with, I, I think, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I think, or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. It makes me almost think that he backed out. He got off the show. Because mm. it was, it, all the buildup and everything that went to it led me to think that, hey, you know, he was going to be a big player in the next step, next season. You know, maybe he would be the bad guy, or maybe he would come back and 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 redeem himself by saving them at a later time, mm-hmm. or something like this. But then to just, you know, have these guys off him. I know it was weak. You know, right after he left his dad. I mean, I was just kind of like, ah, oh, come on, that's just that's a cop out. You know, I, I still don't even believe that he's really dead. Well, that's the thing that I agree with you. You know, that was my first take too. Is that are these guys just giving us a story? But. The way they showed it, though, I have a feeling that was the deal. 
Yeah. And, well, yeah, and they start beating the you know Travis starts beating the crap out of him to get uh-huh. that much out of him. Um, and what you know what <laughs> what he they're saying is what they don't want to say because they know they're gonna you know set him off. Right, and you know the thing about it too is I think that you know part of it also was killing off Chris to give Travis motivation to go off on these dudes. Mm-hmm. I don't think Travis even needed that much motivation to go off on these guys. No, he didn't. He was already pissed off at him. He hated him. Right. If 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 Chris had been injured or something, and these guys left him behind, you know, or something like that, that would have been enough for him to go off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or if or you know anything that happened to the you know with these guys showing up and Chris not being with them, if he abandoned them, you know, even if they if even if Chris did something completely horrific and they ran off. That's enough to set Travis off. Mm-hmm. I mean, Travis is, is, I mean, the last episode, my God, he was so down in the dumps, I wanted him to jump off the balcony. Um, <laughs> you know, and now all of a sudden he's just like, he just explodes with his anger. Well, I and, think the, dis- uh, the, the disappointment is that they finally built Chris up to be something mm-hmm. the fans, I think, well, from our perspective at least, um, could appreciate. He was a character that people were like interested in seeing where he was going to go. Finally, mm-hmm. right? Because for right. so long it was like we didn't want him. It was almost like they wrote him out because people are like, because the writers are like, well, people don't like him. Let's get rid of him, right? Or like you were saying, Scott, maybe the actor needed to go on somewhere. My feeling is that he had already been written out at that point before he did the whole Agents of Shield thing, but um, you know, because they had already taped it, whatnot. Well, it just but, seemed so sudden. I mean. Yeah, no, it was, I, mean, I, I, you got your kill off. You got your guy that was, you know, your character uh-huh. that was going to die. Uh-huh. Yeah, but um, everybody knew that, you know, or or, or he, he didn't really affect the storyline as much as some Not at did. all, not at all. And that's what we, I mean, we were calling, we we're like, go ahead and just kill Chris. Why not just kill Chris? But last uh-huh. episode, we we're like, ah, oh, what could Chris be mm-hmm. now? I yeah, know. yeah, we were fired we up to see. And now, all right, they just screwed that up. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. When they first when they first killed Chris, I mean, when they showed it, I went, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this kid's driving me crazy. But um, but the more I thought about it, the more I was just like, oh, my God, that's so weak. They had There was so much they could do with that character mm. at this point, and they chose to, to not do it. And then, you know... Marco's folks getting caught the way they did, I thought was just incredibly lame. Mm, same. I have a lot I to mean, say about my that one. Goodness. Oh my goodness. I thought that was just pitiful. But um I don't know. I I, I I've got mixed feelings about the episodes. Um it, it, the funny thing though is I still was entertained when I watched them, but there were so many holes in the storyline. I mean, and that you know, I only Touch the tip of the iceberg as far as I'm concerned. There's just so many holes in the stuff and the way people dealt with things yeah, in the show. Yeah, you're getting all over analytical, though. No, it, it was no. it was entertaining. It was totally it was entertaining, both, but it didn't Both make of sense. them were very entertaining. Are you excited for next season? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> yeah. Yeah, Good I mean, I guess. You could have had a whole conversation in that pause. Yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> I want to see what happens to them at the border and stuff like that, but... I'm more excited now than I was five episodes ago. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'm in it now. I have to say, after episode 14, I was more excited to see 15 than uh-huh. I am to see the next season. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Like at the end of 14, when Travis has beaten the crap out of those guys, I was more excited to see what was going on in the next one. Yeah. This one, when they're at the border and things are going awry and... Mm-hmm. Eh, whatever. When, like, when the when the when the Trump Border Patrol shows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got the helicopter up there and stuff. And... Right, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, because this is something that uh, kind of came to mind a little bit. With the introduction of this, it really is at and at this time of year with the election that we have going on. Didn't it feel a little political? Yeah, it was a little weird. Um... You know. I mean, you mean that they're talking about the wall and stuff. Yeah, well, and no, I mean the like, fact that this militia is showing up on the on the border, you know, and shooting up Mexicans coming across. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, um, I don't like to get into politics, especially on the podcast, but mm-hmm. but yes, uh, it felt a little placed purposely, I guess you could say. Right, and I, I don't know if they want to go there. I don't think they should. I mean, mm-hmm. it. it you know, that issue has been something that people have been talking about for years and years. It's not just because of the pol- the election that's going on now. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just obviously more in the news just because of what Trump has been saying about it. But So I think it could be pertinent no matter what was going on in modern times, in real life. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, and, well, also, though, you got to understand that in California, in that region, it's much more of a, an issue. Right. Mm-hmm. This is something you know, I mean, you're dealing with, dealt with every day. Yeah, it's just it's the border issues, right? Um, or, or something that people deal with in daily life because people come across the border, you know, for work, whatnot. But you wonder also why is anybody defending a border at this point? Well, that's what there I was. There are no wondering. governments. There's no governments left. Like who are these? I mean, this is why I'm kind of excited for next season. Who are these guys? Are these guys Americans? That... I think they're American. They're American militia. And. Yeah. Why do they care at this point? Shouldn't they be worried they're, about their own families? And they're, saving their they're holding the border. Evidently. Yeah. I but mean, I'm we'll, excited. of course, we'll find a lot more about them. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm excited, interested to see what's going on with that helicopter and with mm-hmm. the camp that they supposedly saw the helicopter landing mm-hmm. at and is Ophelia yeah. at that camp. You know, it's funny. And is when, she going to um, find Tobias there? Yeah, right. I and mean, Chris? <laughs> Chris is the hey, new Tobias. Tobias reference. I'll tell you this though, um, <laughs> I I don't know if we're going to be seeing Daniel again because Ophelia was it's not looking. Right? Ophelia was not looking for Daniel because she went across no, the border. No, of course not. Yeah. So I, you know, I was wondering if she was going off to see if she could find Daniel. No. But we knew that from a few episodes ago. I know, I know, but I mean, earlier I was thinking she might be going back to get Daniel. Yeah. Um, but now it's obvious that. That's not the case. Yeah. So I don't know if we'll be seeing Daniel again. I think it's... Um... You can't kill Daniel. Well, that would be a hell of a um, coincidence. It's, it would be a stretch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, come on. There's a lot... But one thing, I did, one thing I did think about, though, when you were talking about the helicopter, I don't know what it was, but for some reason in my head, when Nick saw that helicopter, and he looked like, you know, hey, this looks pretty cool... I, I was thinking to myself, saying, well, just because there's a helicopter there doesn't mean it's necessarily a good thing. That's what I said. Yeah. I was like, run for cover, because you have no yeah. idea who that is. Yeah. Or what their intentions are. Right. And they may be good. We don't know. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Maybe they just only want gringos. I don't know. But uh, we'll, we'll find out next season. I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued to find out what happens with that. See? There you go. 
Well, but, both when both when Ophelia and Nick got caught, I was like, mm-hmm. why don't you talk to them? Mm-hmm. Like, say something. Come on, let them know you're you know you're American. Well, it's kind of right. hard when they got a gun in your face and they're kicking know, the crap out of I'm you. I know, but I'm just saying. Like, well, if you got it, you say, like, "I'm an American." You know, yeah, if, like, if the guy says, "Welcome to America," you say, "I'm American." Yes. Give me a fucking cheeseburger. That's right. I'll show you. I'll eat a cheeseburger right now. <laughs> Where's the nearest Whataburger? Whataburger? <laughs> Whataburger. Uh, Whataburger. Awesome. <laughs> so who do you think the guy was that got Ophelia? Was he part of the militia too? Well, he was or was the guy, he like a he farmer? Was, he was the guy on Sons of Anarchy. He just made it onto this show now. Oh, was he? Was he yeah. like really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> was one of the characters on Sons of Anarchy. He was kind of a. Uh, he was actually a good guy. He was just kind of a shyster. You know, he, uh, he was, you know, morally ambiguous. But, uh, but anyway, that, I'm not. I'm not saying that that's this character. No, he um, is border militia guy. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, you know, I think he is. I do think he's probably with the guys that were shooting up the uh, the. Uh, people from from the colony but yeah. um, well, he was he was sniping anybody coming through the fence right because she so. had just come through the fence right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah but he could also be a farmer protecting his land it could be it could yeah. be very well could be he could be a good guy and the rest of, and doesn't like the militia and is maybe going to protect her or something mm-hmm. yeah, who knows He's just growing a bunch of cactuses mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's really all that we see ophelia right like she's gone after that mm-hmm. opening scene you know, it's funny. I, I'm still wondering why we have devoted so much time to Ophelia's story because really she hasn't done anything. Well, that's why I hope they don't do her like they did Chris because Chris went out. He he did not go out in a good way, and I hmm. hope that they, if they're going to spend this much time on her, they better develop her and make something happen with her. Like, don't disappoint us I've got, again. I've got serious, I've got serious issues with the writers of this show. I do too. I do too. I've I mean, said it before. I just don't know if they have, if they really have the feel for, you know, extending the story. Mm-hmm. I mean, hmm. I don't know. I mean, they're very, they're very um, choppy. That's what I was going to say. Things. They're disjointed. Nothing connects, and they leave all these mm-hmm. loose ends everywhere. Right. Or they have, yeah, or they have, you know, things you're just kind of like, you know, for instance, for instance, I'll give you this. They get, they get kicked out of the hotel, the hotel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. They get run out of there because of what Madeline did. And so, or uh, because of what Travis did and so forth. So what was the whole deal with the mother stabbing strand? That's not part of the story anymore. Uh, you know, I mean, they locked her away. And um, what happened to her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that's the end there? of the story. Mm-hmm. She's, she has to be. I mean, it's the end of the story. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else to it. Yep. Uh, so, but it, it, it was there so that Madison could set a precedent for what happens with Travis. You could That's just have him point. get it. Maybe. But, I mean, even then, though, they made such a big deal about locking her up until they figure out what to do with her. And then they never figured out what to do with her. They should have had her fight Travis. Well, they should have just, they should have left him in the hotel a little longer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't know. I mean, come on. Travis beat the hell out of these guys. Number one, Travis wasn't there when they made their pack about kicking anybody else who out who fights mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and Travis had just found out his kid died. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and no one asked this question. I mean, it doesn't seem like anybody. And, and when did, why are all of a sudden 
Oscar and his mom such allies with the wedding party? I mean, wasn't Oscar just just kidnapped by them? Just a couple episodes ago? Very oh. true. It's a very And good all point. of a sudden all of a sudden they're allies well, against Madison and her family? Okay, who's the guy who's the doctor? Uh that was that was um Andres. Was he part was he part of he was not part of the wedding party. He was yes, he was part of the wedding party. He okay, was so brother he was of the of groom. The party. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a good, very good point. I'd never even thought of it that way, but that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden, what's her, what's her name? Um, who was the ma- the hotel manager? Elena. Elena. You know, they all wanted to to kill Elena, and all yeah. of a sudden, they're allied with her mm-hmm. against Madison's family. Mm-hmm. And she's also kind of the main voice for all of them. Still. Right. Right. They keep looking to her. Right. I don't get it. I don't get yeah. it at all. It did no, not make any point. sense to it, me. I didn't even pick up on that. I didn't I was, either. I was trying to get through the episode. which is why i like the first one better um no but uh, because all i was thinking was um that they were pissed off at travis because travis beat that other guy by you know because he was trying to get him out of the way sure so he could finish off the two frat boys oh i sorry i meant to say hector not oscar oscar was the guy who got his head popped Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Hector. Hector was the son of. of she, he's uh, Elena. the nephew. Yeah. Nephew with I the mean, ponytail. And, and, hell, he was hitting on. He was hitting on. Um, Alicia. What's her name? The Alicia. The episode before, and all of a sudden, he's the mad rage yeah, against them. That confused me too. The whole thing just did not make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. I did understand the brother being pissed off because his brother had died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but the way Hector was so vehemently wanting to kick them out or kill them or whatever just really didn't strike me as making any sense at all. I know. It's like they didn't form any sort of bond in everything that they'd been doing together to make a strong community. And they, and then they completely, you know, dis, dis, dis themselves from the, from the conflict that was there before Madison got yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You raise anyway. good points. Brother. Was, you do. It gave me a I feel you, Scott. Thank you. You getting a headache? I'm sorry. No, that gave Take me a headache. Beer. That one gave me. Oh. <laughs> I just, I, I mean, the first time I watched it, I was kind of like, man, you know, man, uh, Hector's really pissed. Second time I watched it, I was just like, why is he so pissed? Yeah. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. Anyway, no. all right, we we beat that one to death. Um, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so that being said um so we i guess we should talk about what was going on in the colonia no colonia <laughs> jesus do you want to talk about what's going on in colonia okay holy yeah, crap i mean i mean i think we should i mean there was there was a good bit of stuff going on there i guess what it was the the uh guy turned in the hospital. Oh God, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, that was a attacked, great scene. He attacked the nurse and the and the guy and um. Yeah, he just starts biting and, everyone. Right, and he bit Alejandro too. Yep, he bit Alejandro. He bit that dude's face off, which yes, was pretty the, awesome. What was the nurse's finger off? Yep. Yep. He was biting everybody. And then Nick put him down yep. with the. He ate a hot dog. The ninja. The ninja fingers in the eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was uh that was gruesome. Finally that was gruesome. there was some really good zombie action there. 
Yeah, uh-huh. but it was like, you know, he's like sticking his fingers in his eyes and you're hearing like the... Oh, the... Oh, and then like he pulls his fingers out and I'm thinking like something's going to be wrong with his fingers. He had them so deep in the guy's and eyes. I, and, like and I was eating grapes while watching that. That was yeah. very, very <laughs> apropos, I thought. Um, think so at least the guy's tongue would pop out of his mouth. <laughs> 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 Well, that episode reminded me of Daryl when he put his thumbs in that guy's in that skull yes. and yeah. used it as like a bowling ball. Yeah. yeah, that was good. That was really good. But this yeah. one was better. Yeah, this was. That was pretty. I, I mean, I, I, I actually thought the uh, the uh, biting the guy's nose off was more gruesome than the eye thing. That was good. Well, what was even worse was when they made them go out into the. The yes, field yes. where all the other walkers are, and the poor guy's covering his nose, and they're like, <laughs> "Well, not only that, Alejandro's bit. Why didn't he go with him?" Well, that's what yeah. that's what Nick was thinking too. You could tell yeah, it in his eyes, like, "What him. the hell are you doing, man? Like, you should be going in there too. Step up to the plate." At that point, you know they're going to turn. Okay, so why not just pop them off? Mm-hmm. Do something humane. Don't make them walk in there and get eaten by walkers. I, mean, I know. Be a leader. Well, we 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 found out that the guy was was not motivated by the right reasons, um, and he gets exposed. Okay, so we've you know he's bit and now he is infected and looks very worried. And Nick's yeah. calling him out on it, and and Nick is not holding back any punches either. He's he's telling him, no no no, no. you did this for yourself. You were protecting yourself, not these people. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, and and you know Alejandro really just kind of crumbled under that. Yeah, he admits to it. Admits that he was bitten by that boy instead of a walker. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The boy on drugs. Um, right. Which we, that's what we talked about a, an episode or two ago. Yeah. Is that we thought he was bit by the drug addict, not the walkers. Yes. No, but it was a good scene. Nick got very into it, you know, calling him out and saying, no, why don't you tell her? Tell her. Mm-hmm. But, but Lu- Luciana's... Um, Reaction to the whole thing was good and not so good. I mean, I Ugh, thought it was good the annoying. way she jumped. She, she, you know, she rejected Alejandro, but it still didn't make any sense to me why, she, you know, at this point, you don't have a defensive strategy. No one's bothering with a defensive strategy. No, right? they're not planning anything. No. And, and, and you find out that the, this leader who's been spouting all about, um, you know, you have to have faith and stuff like that has been lying the whole time anyway. Mm-hmm. And she still wants to stay. I didn't get it. I didn't get I, it at I, all. And then I think she'd be packing her bags. But when she does stay, it's not like they're like, okay, let's gather all of our defenses and figure out how many guns we have. Get the kids still in the central no, area. Right. Nothing. Still no plan. Nothing. Still no plan. Uh-uh. And so like, what were they going to do? They were just right. going to die. That's what they yep. wanted to do. I didn't get it. So anyway, Alejandro, I guess, was it Alejandro that finally convinced her to leave? Or he said, I think because Nick broke him down, and then he, well, I think yeah, he Nick, says... Yeah, Nick went back to him and had, uh, isn't that when he was cooking the spoon for him? Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah and, and injected him and said, you know, you'll have a beautiful death. Yeah. He convinced him. He said, yeah, he's uh-huh. like, you know, she'll only listen to you. They will only listen to you. And that was, he was supposed to be giving them a speech anyways, because... Uh, Luciana told uh, told Alejandro right. that he needed to give a speech to lie right. to them one more time. Right, lie to them one more time. Yeah. And so I did think that that was, I, I thought Nick's line, like you said, uh, it will be a beautiful death. 
um, was a great line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it, I think it, that's kind of line that would hit somebody like Alejandra. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we just glossed over a little bit there. You, yeah. you notice that he was actually injecting drugs into him. Sure. So yeah. do you think that Alejandro was actually using the drugs for himself previous to all of this going on? No, I think it was more for the pain. I think it was more for what the pain and stuff he was dealing with at the time. Because I think he was trying to hold it together a little longer. And he needed something to help him do that. Mm-hmm. And I think yep. that's what Nick recognized. Yeah. I don't think I don't think he was the whole time. Okay. I was wondering. Yeah. Just but that's could, just my opinion. I don't know. But. In that scene you could it was almost kind of in a way eerie how mm-hmm. Nick was manipulating him. Yeah. I mean, yes, he was, you know, he was trying to get him to do the right thing in allowing mm-hmm. people to, to leave. But I don't know if it was because the guy was, you know, getting shot up or what so they all they all decide that they're going to get the hell out but this is also after nick has told alejandro about the helicopter so so he Mm -hmm. he now understands that there is something else out there that can save them right and that's the only reason i think that he was like okay sure i'll do it i think i mean i think alejandro came around to to want to be a hero in the end Mm -hmm. instead of the coward that he was yeah and and um yeah, and that happened in that same conversation, I guess, when he was cooking his drugs about the helicopter and so forth. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, you're exactly right. I mean, that's, that had a big motivation in making Alejandro make the right decision. Right. But then, when Marco and his people got there, this is mm-hmm. where I was not happy. Mm-hmm. It was so not convincing. Okay, first of all, Marco and his guys drive up in all their big trucks, right? Mm-hmm. They easily walked through an entire group of walkers, mm-hmm. got to the bus. Not a single person was bit. Mm-mm. Nothing happened. Not even close. Not even, even close. They even said it was too easy. They got into the colony, mm-hmm. and when Nick, or who was it? Uh, no, when Alejandro, sorry. You mean the colonia? The colonia. When Alejandro <laughs> moves the bus and the walkers start going up into the Colonia, uh-huh. um, then they get killed. No, uh, sorry, not how do, how do you walk through that horde and then not be able to walk out on that horde? I exactly. Don't know. You know, I mean, and not only that, is there absolutely nobody who knows how to climb a wall or stairs? I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> none of these guys. They killed all of them. All of Marco's guys went down. Yeah, they all went down. No one escaped. I don't get it. They, no one thought to climb a wall or, like you said, climb up on a ladder and get up on a higher place or something. You yeah, know? I don't get it at all. It was it was just it was just way too easy and and just oh, everything about that that whole situation was just way too easy. And the way all the stuff that resolved this episode was just way too easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even Madison and them finding the colony, way oh, too easy. Oh yes. I mean, my God, they 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 find the the family that's been killed, and they mm-hmm. rifle through their pockets and find the address to the place in the in the <laughs> wallet. I yeah. mean, number one, that seemed like it was a refugee camp. I don't know why you would have that on your address. <laughs> yeah, um, right. exactly. And number two, they just know where that is, right? Even though they don't live in the area, they've never been there, and that that place is not on a map. They looked it up. Right. They just built Google. Um, well, they probably asked some bystanders. 
It's, hey, Fred. So they, find, <laughs> they find their way right there. You know, I mean, why not, you know, if you're going to do that, why not do something like ha- them hearing the shots ringing out from them fighting off the fighting off the horde? You know, I mean, do something like that. That would add, that would also add some tension to the mm-hmm. scene. Okay, was it weird when Alicia came in and was like, what are you guys doing? And like looked horrified. Oh, yeah. It was like, well, we're looking for an address. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And, yeah. and and Madison just like pickpockets those dead people, like mm-hmm. no concern whatsoever that maybe they're still alive or that they could be zombies. <laughs> Nothing. Well, it, and it's a pitch dark. Yeah, you know, but Stu, you you did bring a good point though. When Alicia showed up and she made that that um gesture. The awkward. Um, what are you guys? Doing? I thought something was going to happen. I mean, right. I thought maybe she was looking at something that that was coming at them or something. You know, something I, did happen. We went to a commercial break. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> all it was was they were rifling through their the dead, looking for a wallet. Yeah. You know why didn't why did Marco go through their wallet? Yeah. If he's looking for the damn place, why didn't Marco's people follow these people with shopping carts back to the place? Mm-hmm. What the. Fuck! <laughs> I mean, the writing is so bad. It's so coincidental. I mean, it, it, the resolution. Of some of this stuff was just leaving my head spinning. I swear. I know. I know. Oh okay. man, I you could do to, so much better. In defense, I don't think the writing is that bad. I think some, there's a lot of holes in the plot. Okay. Because but I don't writing. think that makes the whole thing is bad. There's, no, there's no. a lot of good. There's a lot of good. No, but I mean, I'm just sitting here talking, and already I can think of several different scenarios that would have been better than than them rifling through their pockets and finding the address to, oh, to maybe, the colony. Maybe the writers aren't communicating. <laughs> wow. That was weak. Maybe maybe they're not communicating with that other guy who's giving out all the... Erickson. <laughs> all the, Jesus. The clues on uh, Talking Dead. I don't know. Yeah. That guy, the showrunner. The yeah. showrunner. <laughs> the guy who's running the show. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not I'm not impressed. I mean, Kim, you've been calling maybe him out all season. Maybe he's on the Talking but, Dead uh, too much. I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he needs to just be on the Talking Dead. Yeah. He, so, you know, uh, you got to fly to New York, talk about the show. He's ridiculous. I do think it's I do think I do think for season 3 they might need to make God, yes. If they don't, ugh. I mean, Still, I, I mean, I say that it's gotten more interesting in the past few episodes, like four or five, five, I guess. Um, but you're right now that you're talking about this. There are tons of plot holes and tons of, yeah. like, suspension of disbelief scenarios. And it doesn't make any sense. Well, there's tons I mean, of, we get this. There's tons of awesome ways to resolve these things. Yeah, and they're not there's exploring awesome them. Well, the missed opportunities. Yes. Yeah, there's there's teed up things everywhere that they are completely just bulldozing. I think yeah. that's the main thing. Is like, You're like exactly Chris, right. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, why do you kill him off after you actually make him interesting? Right. right. And and I, I, I still don't believe their story about how Chris died. I believe that very first story when they finally were like, oh, it, this is how it really happened. Okay, fine. Well, but see, still. that's that's the thing. When they when they first told that story, I thought they were bullshitting. Yeah, me I thought too. they were like they, I thought they were bullshitting because they were trying to like I don't know infiltrate the place. Yeah, and figure mm-hmm. out what was going on there. 
And then when Travis beats the crap out of him and he tell they tell him, oh, no, we actually shot him in the head. I was like, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. They actually did shoot him in the head. Well, I thought they did. Like, I mean, I thought that was I thought that when 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 I when I knew that this first story was bullshit, I thought they had killed him. Well, I mean, the scenario that they told us. Yeah, but it was weak. that he's it was a week that he's driving yeah. the truck and and it flips over and then he got hurt. And so, oh, yeah. yeah, they had to shoot him. That scenario seems plausible knowing these guys. But sure. it's too easy. It's too right. easy for and, and, a way and, for him to die. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the the series has has had holes like that in it throughout, but usually they're spread out. They're not, you know, I can I can suspend belief on certain things, but there was so much of that in these episodes, these last two episodes that made up the finale, that I was just kind of like, it, it just felt like they were unnecessarily ending mm-hmm. things. Okay, well, and, let me ask you this question. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You had one last Well, thing no, I just was going to say, I mean, I, I was expecting this battle for for the yeah, colony. Same. Yeah, same. You know, they built up Marcos and his people. And, and not only that, let me, ask, let me ask you this. This is a small thing, but did Marco ever seem like the kind of bad guy that would just gun down innocent people? No. He just seemed to be no. a bad criminal. I mean, you know. But well, not, why not would until he... not until Nick went and met him in uh, the episode fourteen, mm-hmm. or was it fourteen? Yeah, when he went and, and he warned him that you better get the hell out of but, Colonia. Well, right, that's what I mean. I mean, it yeah. seemed to me it seemed out of character for Marco to just gun down that family. No, uh, at that point, I think that was the shocking moment when it was like, "Holy shit, this guy just he actually killed those people." Because I wouldn't have thought so. No, no, but remember, Marco why. said that no. he had teamed up with another gang leader and that he mm-hmm. was badass. Right. And so I think that other gang leader mm-hmm. was probably the one that influenced Marco to do some of this stuff. You and may be right. You may be right. I hadn't thought about it in that way. You may be right. So, and cause he said, may, now we're best friends sense. and just because he mm-hmm. wants what I have. So right. I think to so keep on that guy's, showing off or, yeah, exactly. Or to keep on right. that guy's good side and make everything kosher. He did what he had to do. Yeah, That's a good point. He was shocked because he killed he killed the mom and dad and the kid, which mm-hmm. was oh, that's yeah, that's right. really bad. Yeah. Whenever they do the kid stuff, that gets to me. Yeah, well, okay, so I retract my complaint on that one. I think I think your your what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Okay, so um, that does fit with the character there. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't excuse. <laughs> no, I have to ask though. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I was gonna say when anybody says Marco, do you feel the like need to say Polo? Yes. No, I really I do don't. every time. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about everything that happened in this episode, right? Are these two episodes? No, no, I think. Oh, do I, you know who we didn't talk to, talk about? Strand. Strand. You're right. Yeah. Strand. Okay, let's talk about. Okay, Strand. so Strand decides. Let's talk about Strand. <laughs> let's talk about sex, baby. All right, Strand in the end decides he's gonna stay. Yes. What's up? What's up with yeah. that? I was shocked. I have no idea. That didn't make sense. I'm not happy with it. Does that mean well, we never I'm, see Strand again? I'm not happy either. But he does explain. He's like, oh, you know, I didn't, I didn't stay for. He didn't stay for his boyfriend. Why the hell right. is he going to stay for these people? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. It's. Uh, it's it, you know, he didn't kill himself for his boyfriend. Yeah, he didn't right. exactly. He didn't kill right, himself right. for his boyfriend. Why would he kill himself for those? Which people? totally so, shocked it, me. If, well, if I felt like the hotel was secure, then that might make a little bit more sense. But I felt like the co- the hotel had been compromised. Yeah. yeah. 
as far well, as security goes, um, with all the, the 45 uh, people they allowed in there, and now the gates are down and all this shit, yeah. um, why not go with them? Well, and the other side of it is that after all the shit has gone down with his group, why would mm-hmm. he feel safe there by himself? Right. Yeah. Why especially would he after, like, especially I, after he's, he saved them. Yeah, well, exactly. He had a lot of explaining to do. After one of the mm-hmm. hotel people is the one who sh- who stabbed him. <laughs> yes. And obviously he's still hurting. So I thought maybe that was actually part of the reason he stayed behind. Um, because he was holding on to his side a lot. So uh, so there is a doctor there. And, you know, maybe that. Maybe well, he... there was a doctor there. He's dead now. Remember, oh, Alicia yeah. killed him. Yeah. Who did? He got stabbed. <gasps> yeah, with a knife. Right. I totally forgot Alicia killed him. Okay, well, never mind about in that. The, in the library with the lead pipe. That's right. <laughs> she poked him. Um, poked him with the candlestick. Well, okay, so that blows that theory. But I was going to say maybe he felt more secure there just because that doctor was there, but I guess not anymore. But um, yeah, I just don't get it. He ice for his drinks. I don't get it, though. That is a good point. He does like his, he does like his liquor straight with a little ice. Yeah, his yes. scotch or whiskey, whatever. I think I would... I You know what... S- Stu, that is actually a brilliant reason. I might stay because of the ice. Yeah, I would too. I feel like you know, you if know you think what? about it, I think I'm this place has got in. ice. I would. I told you, I'm addicted to ice. I think I'll set a spell. But he was really adamant that Travis get kicked out of the hotel because of his actions. Mm-hmm. Well, because he had explained that all that stuff to Madison in the episode before about like why are you? I mean. Well, he said it in this episode, right? Yeah. The root of what he was trying to get to with his discussion with Madison, I believe, in episode 14 was that what is, you know, why are you hanging on to this guy? Mm-hmm. What's important right. to you? What is, right. are the things that are important, are important to you? He already abandoned you once. Right. And she was saying, well, Nick and Alicia are important to me. And she, mm-hmm. she was not saying Travis. And that's right. what he was trying to get to. was like, why are you even risking your life for this guy? If you're mm-hmm. not even willing to say he's important to you, mm-hmm. right? Which I think was what she was trying to prove at the start of this by saying, you, you know, I would do anything for you, and mm-hmm. blah, but you know blah, what? Blah, even blah, blah, blah. then, though, even then, though, when when they were talking about kicking Travis out, right? Mm-hmm. And Alicia came to his defense and said, "You kick him out, I'm going too." Madison didn't do that. Mm-hmm. She had to be almost dragged into it. It was almost like peer pressure to make Madison say, "Okay, yeah, me too." Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I was right. just like, "I was like, really?" You know, I think I think the only person Madison cares about is Nick. That's what it seems. I really like. do. I, I mean, I I just don't see her as being attached to anybody other mm-hmm. than Nick. Right. Well, yeah, and they finally leave, and what are they doing? They're looking for Nick. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly, she gets what she wants, no matter what. Poor Alicia. Mm-hmm. I know another mom like that. Yours? Mm. Not mine. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, I think we should take a break. I'm all for that break time. (laughs) All right, you guys. We'll come back in a minute. We'll probably talk a little bit about the season as a whole, I would think. For sure. What do you guys think? Yep. Give some overall impressions. All right. We'll be back in a minute.
Hey, everybody, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, guys, we, we are at the end of season two. Um, did you what did you think about the season as a whole? I mean, you know, we had a lot of things going on that started with the bombing of L.A. and brought us all the way to escape to America again. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard to remember everything that happened in the season since they split it up like the way they did. Well, we had a boat. Had a Don't break. forget we had a boat. We did have a boat. Water stuff was really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they did all that. The Mexican stuff... Eh. Leave it or take it. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know, you know, it's funny when you're thinking about, you know, we're talking about them uh, resolving storylines just too fast. You know, they did it also with the pirates. Yes, they did. I was thinking about that earlier. Yeah. You know, the pirates, you know, there was a, there was kind of a cool storyline building there. And then all of a sudden they find him, they kill him. Yeah. Like with the Michelle Lane character and mm-hmm. um, the other guys, I don't remember their names, but. They, they took it all care took care of it in a, in one episode. It was Bob and Jerry, but pirates. but the Michelle Lane yeah. character, she was like still mad, and we mm-hmm. I thought she was going somewhere with all that stuff and nothing, no idea. No, but I liked. I mean, I liked all the visuals from that stuff, especially just walkers in the water. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. I liked the idea of being on a boat because that's something that's never been done before. Mm-hmm. And I think they could have done so much more with it. Too bad the boat was stolen, <laughs> but right. Um, yeah. But I think the Mexico stuff—they just—they really missed the boat <laughs> on <laughs> on that whole part because there's bang, so bang, much. We got to win a... I know. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Um, they just missed so much with that storyline. I think they could have done more with it. So I'm hoping next year they'll. Get their crap together and fix it. I still felt some of the best visuals were at the beginning of the season. Same. You know, you know, with the bombing of L.A. and all that kind of stuff. I thought, man, the way they started that out was really cool. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, I think one of my favorite episodes from, from the season was the one with the Forest Ranger Island. <gasps> That's exactly what I was getting ready to say. No, I thought the that first was season. The Parker no, no, that, that was, was second. first half of the season. Right? Oh, that's right. You're right. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. that was first half of the that's season, right. too. And I thought that was a great, cool little standalone mm-hmm. episode. Yep. I did, too, because it advanced the storyline. We found out about mm-hmm. stuff that was happening in the rest of the country. We found out mm-hmm. about this crazy, kooky park ranger and how he was going to deal with his family. And you could pretty much figure out that that's how a lot of people were going to deal with this whole situation. Um, but there was no beating around the bush with any of that information. It was like, okay, here mm-hmm. is the stuff that you need to know. Uh-huh. Do with it as you need to, and that's it. But it advanced right. the storyline. You know, the, the, this, the, this writing team or creative team tends to do stuff, you know, resolve stuff. I don't think they are really good at resolving issues um, in general. I mean, they even did the same thing with the military. You know, when they had yep. the the concentration camp in essence, I mean, they go all all this spent episodes making this this uh, captain out to be this evil evil guy, and then he just runs in the building and gets killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then, yeah, then Daniel Daniel is able to unleash hordes right. of zombies and walk in front of them and be like, actually, oh, I did think that was kind of cool. Tonight. I did think that scene was it pretty was cool, cool. though. 
<laughs> you keep saying that. To me, it was ridiculous. I thought he should have like a cane know. in the top hat. You've been waiting all night, guys. Here they are. The circus is in town. Look at the elephants. <laughs> oh my God, who's here? <laughs> that guy's arm just fell off. But Keep yeah, going. there's, there's. I think the the one thing that we are sure of with any of the writing that goes on in any of the shows with Fear the Walking Dead is that uh, there will be unresolved mm-hmm. characters. There will be people that are offed, and there's no explanation. Right. Uh, you know, Dan- and maybe... Daniel yeah. died. Yep. And then yep. Chris is gone so easily. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's a vicious cycle. And, you know, and maybe their point is, is that's just the way it is in this kind of yeah, world or whatever. Right. But I don't think it makes for good mm-hmm. storytelling. No. You know, I, I, I think... You know, what, if that's the point they're trying to make, then that's that's all well and good, and it probably is very realistic. People will just kind of disappear, but I I don't think it it spurs on the story, you know, the interest mm-hmm. of the viewer. You know, I mean, if if we're gonna do, you know, if you're gonna do that, then let's yeah. just make a documentary. Yeah. I think the first half of this season, I think, was a little bit well more well written than the the yeah. second half. It had um, a the, lot you know, of getting potential. down into Mexico. And mm-hmm. you know, finding Strand's home and finding what he was trying to get to. Right. I mean, there was a lot more mystery mm-hmm. as to where he mm-hmm. was trying to mm-hmm. go. And uh, and and once they got into Mexico, then it's just like, oh yeah, we've got uh, people are split up. There's a hotel that's sanctuary. There's Colonia that's sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Now that it's all collapsing. Well. Yeah. And I, yeah, it just it it feels very piecemeal. Well, the end of it felt like a vehicle just to drive them back into the U.S. Yes. Yeah. And I think I'm just going to keep talking so Kim can talk. And they're not even getting into the U.S. very easily. But I think that storyline with Strand and his boyfriend, I can't remember his name. Uh But um, that whole storyline I thought was really well done. Robert. Until, was it Robert? I don't remember. Anyways, until the part where he actually ends up dying, getting bit and dies, like... I feel like they kind of put that put that short too. Yeah, yeah, because right, they didn't develop it as much. Like we all wanted to see that relationship develop more uh-huh. and uh-huh. how that would affect Strand, but instead we saw him die. No, yeah, it was no, it, that's I think that's what we were talking about when it happened. Was it, it was right. more like the whole farm thing from the Herschel's farm thing from Fear the Walking right. Dead. Yeah. Like it was just like, well, or from Walking Dead, not as well done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it was yeah. just like uh, they they again resolved things way too quickly and then it was like uh okay where did daniel go and where's the evil woman right. now i will yeah, say like, though i did think that the storyline did propel um the relationship between madison and strand along yes. nicely yes um because mm-hmm. i did think it made those characters as a team much more interesting mm-hmm. um because madison stood with him but um, a lot of the other stuff just was kind of kooky talk, but well, and the fact that they're finding e- each other so easily mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. And again, you know what? I mean, it's a show. I'm okay with that in in a lot of respects, but not too many times. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, if you do that every once in a while, you're kind of like, all right, I'm. Uh, all right. It was cool to see him get back together again. I'll suspend belief on this. But they're gonna but, do it again with Ophelia. What's, oh yeah. What's the other point? You know that now it's like, oh, 
they're going back to the border. Okay, now they're going to find Ophelia again. Mm-hmm. They're running into the militia people. Yeah, that a thousand picked square up miles. Ophelia. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows where the hell she was? She was walking the wall for so long. But yet right. they're going to end up in the same encampment. It's like, all right. Mm-hmm. Same way Travis just stumbled across, upon the hotel. Yeah. Right. And he didn't, you know, the weird thing was when he actually, not in this episode, the one prior, is that he didn't seem all that surprised. To find Madison? Like he, yeah, when he, yeah, when he found Madison and then he was just like, it didn't seem like they really discussed too much about what the hell was going on on their separate paths, but. He didn't even seem no. like he missed her that much. No. Well, I think he was still, I mean. He was in shock. I think he was in shock. I mean, I, th- I still think he was in shock over the Chris thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which, that in itself makes me kind of scratch my head a little bit. I mean, that kid gave him every reason to right. to say, um, well, maybe I should leave him alone. <laughs> you know? But uh, again. I've spawned a little hell child. He's his kid. You don't just give up yeah. easily on your child. Yeah, but you've seen that kid do some pretty bad stuff. Yeah. But still. Yeah, you start seeing your kid kill people. It's mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And with a smile on his face. That's true. That's yeah. true. So what do you think is going to happen next season? Because I'm like, I have no idea. I have no idea where the storyline could go. I mean, obviously, they're going to hit America, but beyond that. Well, yeah, I think, I think they're taking cues from Scott on our podcast because Scott was tired of Mexico. And I think they're, they're taking everything back up to the U S that's true. They're like, Oh, Scott's not happy. Uh, we want beer, not cerveza. <laughs> Scott doesn't like Chris. We should kill Chris. <laughs> Can you kill Madison too while you're at it? Or give her some emotion. I'm sorry, Kim. I'm sorry, Kim. They're not listening to you. Mm. Uh, mm. I keep saying we got to keep Madison going a little Ugh. bit longer. <laughs> Let Alicia step to the plate. That's right. Well, I think she is. I think Alicia's stepping up to be the 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 real head of the family. I hope so. Yep, I agree. Um, I, I I I have a sneaky suspicion they may end up being in another situation similar to what they were in L.A. with a uh, yeah. you know maybe a militia, but a militia encampment. Oh right. You know. So we'll, but this time it'll be like <clears throat> pretend soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. I think they're going to come up with another kooky mystery to solve. <laughs> I was like, Scooby Doo. <laughs> okay, Scooby Doo. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> Got yeah. some work to do now. We'll bring out the mystery machine and solve it all. Yeah. Um, I, I, but outside of that, man, I, I really don't know. I really don't know what they're going to be well, doing. Well, okay then. I mean, there's no other clues or anything. Mm-mm. They're not like talking about the U.S. like there's anything happening up there. We still we still don't know what's happened to almost anybody. No, and no. they have no destination in mind. No. So anything can happen at this point. They're like wandering minstrels. I know. <laughs> Stuart, any predictions? Uh, No. <laughs> Alrighty. That's why I said I was more excited between 14 and 15 than I am between 15 and season three. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I am happy to get him back in the U.S. Yeah. I am. Okay, I so know. when does when does next season start? Like May? Yeah. If they do like it the that. way they did it last time. Right. It'll be May. Mm-hmm. So we have a while. 
you know yeah. maybe what what maybe what'll happen is is in the first episode they'll kill off all these characters and we'll and then they'll go to a town in Oregon and start a whole new series like Scott suggested mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. get on that writers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know there'll be like some squadron comes in bombs the whole area mm-hmm. and we'll go back to that follow that squadron they're actually up in Oregon somewhere where they're still fighting right and there's and, and there's we'll border wars along the Columbia still, River. Yeah, they're still crumbling up mm-hmm. in Oregon. They haven't right. fallen apart yet. Right. The Canadians mm-hmm. are holding the line. <laughs> that would be a good twist. All right. Twist. Well, mm-hmm. lots to look forward to in a few months. Yep. Yep. So you guys should let us know how you guys felt about this season, what you would have changed, what you would have done differently, or if you just really liked it the way it was. And and we apologize if we sound like we were just completely negative, but we were. Um, we don't apologize for anything. No, we no. don't. Actually, I mean, really I still I still will say this though the 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 transformation of Travis was done excellently on the show. Yeah. And I think that was a real highlight for for the finale. Is that uh, I think Travis is going to be a much more interesting character now. Well, yeah. I hope so. Much yeah, more take charge kind of guy. I hope so. Uh huh. It was good. I mean, that that would probably be my the one thing I'm most interested in seeing uh, mm-hmm. the next season. It's where they take him, right? Because um, out of all the other characters, you know, like you're saying, like Madison almost is kind of falling to the wayside now. Mm-hmm. With Alicia, hopefully, Alicia will step up and do something. You almost wonder. You almost wonder. Um, now that you know, we're speculating a little bit. I almost wonder if because Madison and Travis and Alicia are following them. I wonder if they rescue them from these militia guys. Oh, rescue end. Nick? Yeah, rescue and Nick, and, Nick and the uh, and the Mexicans. Yeah, yeah. I would hope so. Because they, otherwise they're going right in the same trap. Right. Yeah. Hmm. And that may be the advantage of why they made such a thing of showing them following them. Yeah. Hmm. And, you know, and the fact that Alejandro said that they were going to the border. Yeah. yeah. Run to the border. Stuart. He wasn't just asking him to get some tacos. No. That's what Stuart mm-hmm. keeps saying the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Give me a taco. All right. Cool. <laughs> One more tortilla before I die. Anything else about this season? It was visually interesting. Yes. And I oh, I'll tell you this. I was very happy to see they went back to the original open on this scene, uh, on the last episode. You know, the yeah. sound effect that goes with the uh, fear of the water. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was great that they ended it with that one because I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, I guess we'll come back in May and figure out what happens. <laughs> so mm-hmm. because exactly. we knew that this episode was going to be so long tonight, we're not going to do any news. But we do have listener feedback from you guys. So. Yeah, yes. David. Listener Bat- feedback. Back, 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 back. <laughs> David Valentine at DV Orlando. Okay, David, do you live in Orlando by any chance? Because, you know, we were just there. How does it going? Yes, he, he does. I actually checked in with him, and he said uh, he was doing fine. He said oh, he's good. been through six hurricanes so far, so. Um, wow. Okay, cool. Glad to hear that, David. All yeah, right. He's doing good. He said, Travis had a savage scene, the most violent thing I have seen on TV, can't excuse an innocent person. Wait, can't excuse an innocent person. Got hurt though. 
Also, with Mexico having professional military, why isn't never shown versus the U.S. military camp? Yeah. I suspect the men at the border are Minutemen with Travis burning strangers. Mm. Sad his son will never get the dignity of a burial. Perhaps he realized at the end his dad was right. A tragedy that will destroy any father, even when we know it's fantasy. It touched me the most. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll tell you what, he's he's on the money about the Mexican military because didn't we see that the actually the Mexican military had their shit together more than the U.S. military? Right, and that but that because they were still before. guarding the border and so they forth. never showed it again. No, it was like they, no. they had to wait to get across the border, there, or at least there was somebody that was mm-hmm. controlling the border. Yeah, it seemed like the Mexicans actually were were yeah. more together were. than the U.S. military. That's a very good point. Yep. What are they trying to say about the Mexican military? It's not good enough. I guess. <laughs> Well, I mean, they made them, they made mention that they had their stuff together, you know. Yeah, right. And we already saw the Mar- American military fall apart. American, they're American. Marken. The Americans. Yeah. Oth Madagascar <laughs> said uh, so. Last week's episode was the forty-minute-long setup for Chris's disappointing death. Don't get me wrong; I'm not disappointed that he died. I just <laughs> didn't like the way he died. <laughs> so damn exactly. <laughs> So damn ordinary and stupid, I really thought they were going for something big and tragic. So that is basically why I'm having a hard time believing that he's really dead. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I totally agree. I mean, it's like, is he really dead? Come on. These guys, I don't know. Anyways, I, uh, Madagascar I goes on to say, I know the bros had absolutely no reason to lie. And I get that, but I just can't accept it. Also... Mm-hmm. I have trust issues. Felix's appearances <laughs> in these past few weeks were pretty useless, in my humble opinion. Uh, they could have ditched last week's Chris and Travis-centric episode and made Ophelia-centric one that uh, would have been awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If at least relevant. Yeah. And, yeah, give some relevance to what, what's actually going on with her. I think they're building her up again. They uh, Well, yes, obviously, but... But they're For taking what? a damn long time to you do know it. I mean, the, we've the, seen you know her the whole do? second half and nothing's happened. What they're going to do is they're going to build her up to just find the group again. And they're going to be like, what the fuck was all that about? Yeah, and then she'll fade in the background and be a wallflower again. Yeah. Right, but it's going to be like, well, I mean, now she's like super tough with her hammer. And then mm-hmm. she finally found a knife, right? Is that what she got mm-hmm. when she was at the border? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so... Okay, she went from hammer to knife. That's all we saw that happened, and then she got through the fence and then got caught. I mean, she she took four episodes and she got to the border. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Sweet. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyways, all right. But but what I'm saying is that they, there better be something that happens. Mm-hmm. There will be. That's some, all I'm saying. Give her relevance. time. Give her time. Yeah. I think Ophelia yeah, we'll has a lot left in her that we just haven't seen yet. That's what I'm going with. Well, considering we haven't seen anything yet, I would hope right. so. Right, 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 right. But, I mean, when they're hooking you for the next season, uh-huh. do they leave you with the fact that everybody's just caught by a couple of militia guys? Pretty much. Or do they leave you with something that's, I don't know, caught by a bunch of militia guys, <clears throat> I don't know, with guns and they're with the uh, intent like, of remaking fuck, america yeah like i'm gonna string you up you guys are all dead or like i mean there's got to be something a little bit more pressing than they just like got caught 
Well, they did shoot up a couple people. Yeah, yeah, but at the same, yeah, but it just—I don't know. It didn't seem. We know these guys are pretty ruthless. They're not just capturing them. They were well, they actually shooting to kill. Yeah, but they just captured Ophelia. You know what I mean? Uh It's like right. If that's the same group, we'll see. Okay, Anne Frank on Crank wrote in first on Twitter, which I thought this was kind of funny, so I just had to read it. Um, he said. Just finished Wrath, and wow, Travis actually has a pulse until he reminded me of Everybody Loves Raymond. (laughs) 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 Which made me laugh. Uh, That's good. That's good. uh, But then he emailed in, so he's using two forms of communication. Good job. (laughs) We love that. That's right. He's he's multifaceted. And we found out some really cool information about Anne Frank on Crank that she is actually a guy named Joel. (laughs) Nice. Nice. That's good. Love the name, Joel. All right. So here we go. Um, Hi, all. Which one? Thought I'd email since I had more than 140 characters to say. I'm actually a guy named Joel, by the way, but Anne Frank on Crank on the Twitters. Did anyone really believe Alejandro was immune? Half-baked character development. It was sort of implied that he had the Colonia followers because he had special immunity from God, who for some reason needed human sacrifices. But when that one family Mm -hmm. was escaping, I was confused as to why they were sneaking out in a panic. Maybe I missed it, but I didn't pick up on any threat from Alejandro keeping everyone there. Why would Brandon and Derek be taken to a room for a dislocated shoulder? The protest from the other refugees indicates that it was not their practice to perform medical aid somewhere else in the hotel. They assumed that the frat bros were getting a room. Mm -hmm. I was wondering about that, too. too. Why would they take him to another place? Um, So, but we know why they were actually kicking him out. But why would they let everybody else think that they were getting special privileges? I don't know. That that was weird, too. Chris's death was handled horribly. We, we hear a second-hand account of a truck accident followed by a coup de grace. Chris's journey from child to survivor villain was one of the only character arcs that had long-range potential. It seems sloppily duct-taped in, and we'll never see he and his father meet down the road, yeah, more developed yeah. in the personas they took as That's survivors. True. Agreed. Travis's rage scene was awesome, but the setup was a series of coincidences. An automatic excommunication? I would expect their judicial judicial system to be a little basic, but zero context considered? Alicia's final step to becoming a survivor was timed well. I predicted a three-front battle, but I thought the gang was going to the hotel because they showed a young Mexican man seeing Madison's lit hotel sign. And they are all in the gang, no? Must have just been a random wanderer. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Hmm. While it's still unbelievable that Nick is actually tapping dad ass. (laughs) 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 All kidding aside, it's a weird couple. I don't see her being attracted to him. Slim pickings, I guess. We're left with an uncertain status for him and dat. (laughs) You keep saying dat. D-A-T. Both taking serious injuries. Now I assume they're going to be held by some border gang. Kind of like Ophelia being taken by the sons of Anarchy, whatever her point is. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. The horde cleaning out Colonia with the attacking gang was a huge missed opportunity to have some action and suspense scenes. It could have made up for a lot, but it was underwhelming. It just left me feeling, quote, I guess that's that for them, huh? End quote. All in all, it was okay. <laughs> I'll still watch, and I was entertained. 
I guess when you are trying to cram a lot of story in, some things get bare bones development. But if I'm supposed to feel that this was a cliffhanger, I dot 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 don't. More like, okay, yep. what's next? The end. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I think you feel exactly the way we feel. Kind of let down. Kind of interested. Not really knowing what to do, how to feel. Kind of like, it's kind of like we're all just hanging in there because this is like the little brother of The Walking Dead and we're just hoping that it'll get to that caliber. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, I've always I've always tried to look at this as like a completely different show. So I have too, yeah. but it's hard not to compare the two. No. Yeah, that's true. Especially at this um, point. They've got two seasons under their belts now. Yeah. Right. And... I don't know yet, mm. but we will continue to follow that show <laughs> one way or another. Yes. So on that note, I, 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 I have to say all in all, I th- felt like the second season was better than the first season though. I, well, I would agree with you. I would agree. And with you. I think, I think they, there was a lot of interesting characters. It's just though. I think part of the thing that we almost were, saying was good in the first half of the season mm-hmm. where we were talking about how they're just moving through things quickly right is now a detriment because they're they're building things up and never resolving anything right you know it's like there's never any resolution other than these little things i guess are somehow adding to the development of just the main characters but everything else is just fodder. I mean, it's just kind of falling to the wayside and has no real relevance. Do do, do you feel like, I I know I feel like that there was more story to be told about the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. More about the hotel, more about, maybe more about Colonia. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not, I guess I'm not quite so disappointed with Colonia. No, I'm not either. Except for how it it fell so easily. Right. Or, Actually, not even that. How Marco's guys fell so easily. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Yeah, I, I guess the hotel probably more than anything was was like, oh, okay. They're just like, ah, yeah, we're gonna leave. Mm-hmm. It's been nice. Oh. Checking out. They gave up quick. Yeah. Yeah. And Strand's like, oh crap. I guess I gotta go now. But there's ice. I'm gonna stay. <laughs> So write in and let us know what you guys felt about this season and about these two episodes. And uh, we'll, we can talk a little bit more about it um, in one of our next episodes. Uh-huh. Um, and just a reminder that Walker Stalker Atlanta will be coming up on Halloween weekend. We will all be there on Saturday. I will be there the entire weekend volunteering in mm-hmm. the panel room. And we will be having our listener meetup on Saturday night at 6 o'clock, I think it is. We still have not decided on the bar yet, but as soon as we figure that out, we will let you know. And we do know it will be a bar. Oh, for sure. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. We have to we'll drink. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be a good bar with some good beer. <laughs> it might be a few bars. Mm. Maybe. There's that too. Could be a long night. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Depends on if we have babysitting services or not. God. <laughs> we may only have a few hours. Uh, before uh, the authorities come, yeah, all right, and find that our children are home, and you might get to meet alive. another Sonderman brother. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. So it'll be cool. It'll be fun. So hopefully, all of you—well, not all of you, but most of you—will come out. <laughs> As many of you, whoever will be here. can, yeah. And um, 
It should be fun. And uh, The Walking Dead comes back on October 23rd. So that's the weekend before Walker Stalker. Um, and we're toying with the idea of having another episode between now and the premiere. So we'll let you know if that happens. And I guess that's it. Yeah, be tune into our web pages. Uh, we'll make an announcement if we are going to come back for another episode. Yeah, because before the Walking Dead starts up again, we really want our episode fifty to coincide with that premiere. Right. That's right. It's a big milestone for us guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Damn straight. Okay. So we got one. We have like we have to have one in the middle there. Word. So should we have one that's like five minutes long? We could. Okay. Yeah. Still qualifies. We just talk about like Scott's lawn or something. But that would mm. be boring. That's right. <laughs> would it? My bunions. I don't know. I'll talk yes. about my bunions. I got some yeah, good yeah, bunion stories. My bad back. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so tune in for that. Mm-hmm. So much to look forward to. So we want to thank all of you for um, supporting us throughout the last year and Definitely. for sticking with us during this season. Um, hopefully you guys are all coming away from this season at least wanting to continue watching it next year uh-huh. <laughs> and not jumping ship. So um, we'll still be here and continuing to carry the torch. So thank you for listening to the Fear Me podcast. You can find us on Twitter, SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. You can also find us on Facebook and on the web at www.fearmepodcast.com. And you can email us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back soon for an episode at some point. (laughs) You know, the one thing I do want to say before we close out completely Uh is that the only other positive about Fear the Walking Dead ending Uh is that The Walking Dead is about to come on. Hell yes. (laughs) I cannot wait. You know. There's, there were great things out of fear. Uh-huh. There's going to be some awesome shit out of The Walking Dead yep. coming up. So yep. I'm very excited. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And and if we do another episode between now and the premiere, it'll probably be about last season of Walking Dead and kind our of a predictions preview. for the next. Yeah. Kind of yeah. a preview of what's going to be coming like up next season is from, from our viewpoint. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Good night. Good night, everybody.